0: The following episode was recorded in 2021. Let's jump in. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Tuesday, October 12th, 2021. Hey, and we have reason to celebrate, guys. We have reason to celebrate. We have a lot of reason to celebrate. But look, we just have completed 100 episodes. Can you believe this? 100 episodes of the uh, daily podcast 100 100 podcasts wow that is awesome man thank you thank you for being a part of it you guys are so great many of you've been there for all 100 and uh, from the very beginning uh even before that honestly before the podcast even started when you think back to really the podcast uh strictly speaking began in may of uh 2021 but the uh The morning prayer which kind of gave birth to the daily podcast uh was started a year better than a year before that so um i don't know so there's probably been three or four hundred three hundred anyway um morning devotions prayer together uh and but 100 100 of those now are on um podcast that's awesome man Thank you for being a part of this. Thank you for making it uh, such a joy. And as we learn and grow together, And uh, man, I'm excited. I got my little party hat on, you know, got my little uh, party party favors. So, um, yeah, some of you have been just the last few episodes. Today may be your first time on the podcast. So, whether you today's your first or whether you've been on it since the beginning, whether you heard all 100 of the podcast or all 300 of the morning prayer um, slash podcast. Um, welcome, man. We are we are glad you're here, eager to uh to share the word of God uh, with each other. Um also, hey, um we have an email address for the podcast. So if you just want to give a feedback about an episode, you want to give a feedback about uh recommendations, just comments, tell us if something touched you or meant something to you, uh email me. And you can do that at Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. 2020 because that's the year we started the morning prayer. So Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Send your comments, questions, um, suggestions, just attaboys. Don't ever do that agains. <laughs> Whatever you want to send uh, to Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Awesome. So yeah, so on to the next 100 episodes, right? Yeah. So happy Tuesday to you. Um, we are in the book of 1 Peter in the New Testament, uh, now in chapter 2. And um, we're, we're enjoying what God's having to say to us through his word. Amen. So I hope you guys are doing well today. um I, um, I am... Couple of weeks into the sabbatical here, just uh, enjoying the time, learning, growing, reflecting, reading, journaling. Um, yeah, it's been cool. It's been cool, and uh, look forward to uh, what God is going to uh, continue to show me. And um, and uh, I'm already feeling refreshed and encouraged. So it's, it's it's a good thing. And there's still a lot more to go. A lot more to go. So, all right, you guys. Hey, let's do this you know what we do we read we pray we change the world so let, let's dive in to first peter chapter two remember peter the one of the uh the disciples closest to jesus jesus has obviously long since returned to the father at this point but peter's uh evangelized the uh was called to reach gentiles uh and pastored gentiles and uh he writes this letter to encourage some gentile believers in the region of asia minor and uh and so, you know, they've become discouraged. They're facing intense persecution and suffering. Um, and you know, I mean, it's like real suffering, guys. Like, not someone took your favorite parking place. <laughs> Some of you going to ride drive into work today, and you're going like, "Oh, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You got my parking place. I rebuke you, Satan." <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, like real persecution, guys. Like you know. I know some of us be like you know someone someone drinks your coke that you put in the in the company uh in the office refrigerator somebody drinks your coke you know and you're like "Uh, uh-uh, uh, i rebuke you in the name of jesus i i have not i cannot i cannot wait we- i cannot stand under, under the weight of this burden <clears throat> i cannot stand under the weight of this adversity <laughs> so yeah I, I know i know you know sometimes we um we do. We do use the term persecution a little too flippantly, I think. Um, now, as a Christian, you will face persecution. You will be ridiculed. You will be uh, maybe overlooked or scorned or whatever. Uh, but I think we would need to be a little more uh, reserved for the, uh, the the persecution stamp, right? <laughs> every little low of persecution, every little of trial that we go through is not, oh, that's persecution. Well, my, I don't know. Anyway, that's just my two cents. Before we get in, but anyway, they, back to the issue at hand. Uh, so yeah, the folks that Peter's speaking to are they're dealing with persecution. This this letter is intended to be circul- circul- circulated, excuse me, not circled, circulated to uh, various churches in Asia. So uh, not just one church, but several churches who are in the same region who are facing uh, persecution by their uh, by their unbelieving community and um, and they're they're getting um, discouraged so they're wondering what to do so peter writes to them and encourages them and so hey let's continue on he uh remember the last thing he said in chapter one was that the grass withers and the flowers fade but the word of the lord endures forever yeah that's right so verse two uh, chapter two you know we do we read we pray we change the world let's do it chapter two therefore in fact, in light of the fact that the word of the Lord endures forever, all this other stuff's gonna pass away. Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Every kind of slander, even the kind that makes you laugh, <laughs> even the funny kind, get away from it. Stop slandering of every kind. Like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow up into your salvation now that you have tasted that the lord is good come on y'all come on y'all it's right there where you're at come on you get you just just if you're in your if you're off office, office cubicle or somewhere where it's going to be weird just under your breath say amen just say just say it under your breath if you're in your car shout it amen now that you have tasted how many of y'all tasted that the lord is good that's what the Word of God tells us. Come and see, come and taste and see that the Lord he is good. And here Peter saying, you have tasted and seen that the Lord is good. That's what we do as Christians. As followers of Jesus, we just try to tell people, "Hey, just come taste the Lord. Just come experience his goodness, his presence, his love, his grace, his mercy. You choose for yourself, but just come and give it a taste. Come try this, man. Come try this. Take a little sip. Take a little take a little bite of that. Yeah, because it's good. You know, when you taste something that's good that you've never had before, baklava or gumbo or some dish you've never had before. You say, somebody says, taste this. I don't know. I don't know. Come on, taste this. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I've never had anything like that. Taste it. Come on, taste it. I don't know. You taste it like, ooh, now that is good. <laughs> that's how it is with Jesus. We, we people don't need to, we try to present Jesus to people. It's like, oh, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't know Jesus. I don't know about you. I don't, I'm not religious. I don't even know religion. Look, look, I'm not asking you to do religion. I should just take a take a taste, to take a bite. Oh, that's good. I know. That's what I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> so, yeah, because we have tasted and seen that the Lord is good. Peter's saying, look, get rid of all the deceit. Get all the, rid of all the hypocrisy, envy, slander, all that. Instead of crave. Spiritual milk, good spiritual milk, so you can, so we can grow up in our salvation. Verse four, as you come to Him, Jesus, the living stone, rejected by humans. He, what, what he's, what he's going to put, he, what he's doing. This is what Peter's doing, He's putting our suffering in the context of Jesus' suffering. Right. Remember, we have a Savior who understands suffering. So when we're going through genuine suffering, trials, adversity. We thank, Thanks be to God, we have a Savior who understands what that's about. He's been there. So as you come to him in your suffering, the living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him. That's who you are, man. You are chosen by God. And Jesus... In first the first chapter, he reminds us that we're chosen. Here he's saying Jesus is the living stone, rejected by human beings, but chosen by God and precious to him. You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house. Here you go, here you go. To be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. See what he's saying? He's saying, man, in this world, the followers of Jesus, those who are committed followers of God, they, we are like priests in this world. We live our lives. We offer sacrifices of praise. We offer our, our bodies as living sacrifice. We live our lives in worship to God. We are serving as, as priests in this world. And we're precious to him, just like Jesus. We're, we're in a spiritual house, being a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ, verse 6. For in Scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious stone, a, praise, a, sorry, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Okay, who who's saying? Right now, you may think that you're being shamed or embarrassed, and because some of those Christians in the first century were. Peter's saying, look, you feel shamed, you feel embarrassed, you feel like you're being mocked, but look, look, this is momentary. At the end of the day, no one. Who puts their trust in jesus will be put to shame oh come on somebody you need someone. needs to receive that you're feeling embarrassed you're feeling shamed maybe you're feeling uh, ridiculed you made to feel less than look not saying those feelings aren't real not saying that what's happening isn't actually intended to make you feel that way but here's the here's the deal when it all washes no one who puts their trust in jesus will ever be put to shame Ooh. God always bats last. <laughs> God always bats last. Oh, man, I wish the Rays could have batted last last night. Oh. My, my, my Tampa Bay Rays got knocked out of the playoffs last night. Boston Red Sox. I don't like the Boston Red Sox. I do not like them. Anyway, anyway, but I'm not going to slander. I'm just saying they're not my favorite team. Okay, um, The Rays, you know, best record in baseball, you know, 100 wins best season they've ever had as a, as a franchise. So much hope reminds me of the, reminds me of the the lightning a few years ago uh, who had the best record in the NHL and then got swept in the first round of the playoffs. (laughs) Rays almost got swept, but they won the first game. I wouldn't say almost got swept. They, they, they won the first game handily, but anyway, they lost the series three to one. So anyway, we're, we're out. But anyway, anyway, all that to, to say, God always bats last. I wish the Rays could have batted last, last night. Maybe had another chance. Anyway, um, you won't be put to shame. Verse seven. Now to you who believe this stone is precious, but to those who do not believe the stone, the build quote, the stone, the builders rejected has become the cornerstone and a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. Ooh, the rock, a rock that makes them roll. Jesus. Yes, sir. Jesus is the rock that makes them roll, <laughs> makes them fall. What's he saying? This, Jesus is this precious stone. If you using the analogy of a house or a, a temple or a, 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 a the temple, because I'm a royal priest said that this cornerstone cornerstone is incredibly important, right? Because the cornerstone of a structure holds two walls to up. And so it's incredibly important. And it's a uh, so the the cornerstone is like rejected, but you know it's not sufficient. It's not sufficient to hold up salvation. Not sufficient to save my soul. Not sufficient to be the redemption of the world. Not sufficient to bring life and 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 freedom. Not not sufficient. And and God says the cornerstone that was the, the stone that the builders rejected. Oh, that's not worthy. Has become the chief cornerstone. Yeah, Jesus Jesus is more than sufficient for our salvation. He's able to hold up your life and hold up your eternal destiny and mine too, and the destiny of the whole world. They stumbled because they disobeyed the message, which is also what they were destined for. Anyone who rejects, rejects Jesus is destined for destruction. I mean, I'm just standing what the word says, man. Because who can hold, who can hold up the weight of sin who can hold up the the wrath of god that is directed towards sin and unrighteousness who can hold up under that who can bear the burden of that only one jesus the chief cornerstone everyone else will be crushed by that weight and those who find their refuge in the cornerstone haha yes come on those who find their refuge in the cornerstone will find that he is sufficient the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Verse nine. Oh, this highlightable, big highlightable one right here. There's been a few already. I didn't. I didn't mention this is one. of My favorite verses in the Bible. Some of my favorite verses in the Bible right here. First Peter chapter two, verse nine. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special, precious possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Ooh, 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 ooh. So many good things in there, man. Come on, watch this. First of all, the contrast. You are not those who stumble over this message. You are those who are a chosen people, chosen, royal priesthood. Now, this is interesting because in 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 Jewish uh, history, the priesthood and the kingship were strictly separated. Uh you had the you had basically had, you had three offices. You had the prophet pro- the office of the prophet, you had the office of the king, royalty, and you had the office of the priest who did temple um uh temple uh, sacrifices. Um and so The king could never, you never, you kept those lines very clear. Kings could never do the acts. I mean, that's what happened to uh, Saul, right? Saul, King Saul in the Old Testament tried to do the act of a a priest, and he got in big trouble for it, (laughs) right? And so those two never meshed. They were two very distinct, compartmentalized, with very specific uh, lines of uh, responsibility and accountability uh, between the two. Uh, Sort of a, yeah. So, but here Peter is saying you are a chosen people you are a royal priesthood you are a priesthood of kings you are a holy nation god's special possession that you made and why so god's called you he's you are his special possession he's he's redeemed you you're a you're a kingdom of priests a kingdom of priests to for what, for what purpose to walk around with a little crown on our heads <laughs> To walk around like, you know, acting like we all that? No. So that we can declare the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his wonderful light. Yes. Once you were not a people, verse 10, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Thanks be to God. We're different people, man. We're a royal priesthood. Verse 11 dear friends i urge you as foreigners and exiles remember that we're not this isn't our home to abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul watch this here's another underlinable underlinable one here live such good lives among the pagans that they accu- that that though they accuse you of doing wrong they may see your good deeds And glorify God on the day He visits us. They're saying live such good lives among look, let that be your word today. As you if you're going out today or tomorrow, make it your commitment. I am going to live such a godly life today in front of those who do not believe that though they may accuse me of doing wrong, they'll see my good deeds and glorify God. You know, um the church, these churches, they were facing persecution. They were being, they were being falsely accused of doing things that were wrong, and they they're feeling discouraged. And Peter's like reminding them, "Look, no, just keep doing what is right. Do what is right. Live such godly lives that even though they accuse you of doing wrong, they'll they'll have to glorify. They'll see. They can't. They won't be able to argue with your good deeds. And even if they do, others who are watching will see it. I've seen that in my own life, man." Gone through some trials and hardships. And a lot of them I didn't I didn't always handle the right way. But there have been a few of them that I did. And, you know, people see that. They see you go through trials, they see you go, you see through the depths of despair and uh whatever criticism. And if you do it with integrity, you do it and it's hard. <laughs> I'm not even saying it's not hard because you want to retaliate, you want to uh, defend yourself, you wanna, you know. You want to give ten reasons why they're worse than you are, and that what they're saying isn't true and isn't accurate, and is only half the story. You want to do all that, but if we can just continue to love and do good deeds, it's amazing how God uses that uh, because and ends up being a reason to glorify God. Verse thirteen. So what do we do? So you got persecuted people who are um, living. Now remember this. So you got in, in the first century, you got. Um, households who the, the, the husband may be unsaved, but the, the women and children are saved or vice versa. You may have the, uh, the husband who's saved, but the, uh, the, the wife is not saved. Or you may have, uh, a house that, uh, with where some of the, 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 the servants in the home are, are saved, but the master of the house is not saved. So how do you, what are you supposed to do in those situations? So he says, verse thirteen: Submit yourselves to the Lord's sake to every human authority, for whose sake? For the Lord's sake. To who? Police officers, to um, governmental officials, to your bosses, to you, we, we. People say, "I don't like I don't like authority." Well, you're under authority every day. All of us are under multiple levels of authority all day, uh, every day so how do we it's how we function under those authorities submit yourself to for the lord's sake to every human authority whether to the emperor the highest the president as to the supreme authority or to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong what is a pr- function of government they are to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right and to make it sometimes they get that mixed up but <laughs> that's what they're supposed to be doing Verse 15, for it is God's will that by doing good, you should silence. This is another good one, man. Good underlineable verse right here. For it is God's will that by doing good, you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. What? Foolish people who are saying you're, you're evil, you're not of God, you're bad people. Well, it is God's will that you should do good. And so by doing good, you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. You may, come on. Some of you got some foolish people you working around. I'm not trying to slander nobody. I'm saying you got some foolish people you work around. Maybe some foolish people you you in your neighborhood. Foolish people in that community group. Foolish people on the PT PT PTA, whatever. On your little league uh, kids little league team. Look, what do you do? Do good. And by doing good, you silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. Verse 16. Live as free people, but do not use your freedom as a cover up for evil. No. Live as God's slaves. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers, fear God, honor the emperor. There you go. That's a great little 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 pithy statement right there. Show proper respect to everyone, love the family of believers, fear God, honor the emperor. That covers it all, right? Everybody gets respect, love the family of God, fear the Lord, honor the emperor, honor those in authority. Verse 18. Now, this is speaking to slaves who know Jesus, right? But maybe their masters don't know Jesus, and they're wondering, what are we supposed to do? Slaves, in reverent fear of God, submit yourselves to your masters, not only to those who are good and considerate, not only to masters who are good and considerate, not only bosses who are good and considerate. Uh, Employees, if you're working for someone who is unsaved, you have a manager that is unsaved, what are you supposed to do? In reverent fear of God, submit yourself to your bosses, if you will. Not only to those who are good, not only great bosses, not only great managers and who are good and considerate, but also to those who are harsh. Come on now, some of you got some days that it's pain in the butt, some of them, right? Well, just be real. <laughs> Everybody knows it. That person's harsh. He's hard to work for. He's whatever. In reverent fear of God, submit yourselves to them, not only those who are good and considerate, but also those who are pain in the butt. Verse 19, for it is commendable if someone bears under the pain of unjust suffering because they are conscious of god but how is it your to your credit if you receive a beating for doing wrong and endure it so you know if you're getting punished because you're doing wrong you deserve it <laughs> i don't know why they keep writing me up for that because you keep being late Well, that's persecution no that's ignorance <laughs> yeah don't call look don't call ignorant that's that man uh, mm, don't call persecution you're all, you know, with someone's own lack of responsibility. Why do they keep writing me up? Because you keep, you don't, you're not meeting the quotas. Well, that's not fair. Well, it may not be fair, but it's not, it's not, they're not persecuting you. They've set a rule, a goal or a rule and a standard and you're not meeting it. I'm persecuted. No, I don't know. If, if everyone's getting that, that written up for the same, then, you know, you're not being persecuted. <laughs> But what you saying, if you get written up for something, it's not because you, and you did and you actually did wrong. Then you're not being persecuted. How's that to your credit? But if you suffer for doing good and you endure it, then this is commendable for God. To this you were called because Christ, again, it's back to Jesus, man, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. Ooh. Jesus trusted himself to him who judges justly. Who's that? God. <laughs> That's what uh Pastor Randy said that Sunday, man. I was listening to the, watching the sermon. We, we expect justice and fairness to be here to, in this world. It's not going to be here. Not that we shouldn't fight for more deeper levels of justice, but to think that you we're ever going to get to a place where there's justice here. And in Strictly Speaking, you can't you can't even—you take a murder, for example. If a person is convicted of that murder and they go to jail or even go to capital punishment, are the scales now even? No, they're not they're still not even someone has lost someone innocently for no reason so no the scales are not now even it gives a sense of you know we even say that justice has been served well relative justice has been served <laughs> so in this world literally there's no no just there's no final justice so we give it to the one who judges justly to him who judges justly Verse 24, he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. Amen, receive that, somebody. By his wounds, you have been healed. Mental healing, physical healing, relational healing, soul healing, by his wounds, you have been healed. Verse 25, for you were like sheep gone astray, but now you have been returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Praise God. He's a shepherd and an overseer of our souls, man. Aren't you glad about that? Well, alrighty, guys. guys, we wrapped up chapter two. So you know what time it is. It's time to pray this uh, 101st episode of the podcast. We have finished 100. Yeah. So thank you for being a part of them, any of them, even today's, if it's your first one. Thank you. Well, you know what we do? Time to pray. Let's do it. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you that you have called us out of darkness and into your marvelous light. And we can say that we have tasted and seen that you, you are good. Um, God, thank you. You, you, you nourish and satisfy our souls. Uh, You walk with us. You instruct us. You guide us. You are a loving father that we are thankful to have in our lives through the Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray that we might um, live such good lives among unbelievers that even though we might be accused of wrong, uh, our good deeds will speak for themselves and they will glorify God. They will say God was with that person. Uh, Lord, help us to, uh, to avoid foolish talk, slander, um, deceit, any kind of hypocrisy, Lord. We remove all of that from our lives today. We choose instead to walk um, in truth and walk as chosen people, as a royal priesthood, as a holy nation, because we are your special possession. And, Lord, we choose to declare the praises uh, of the one, your praises, because you brought us out of darkness into light. Lord, um, I pray for my friends today, whatever special needs, concerns, challenges they're facing. May you bless them, encourage them today, strengthen them by the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, give them victory, Lord. I pray that those who feel under the weather or sick or discouraged, Lord, may they hear your word by his wounds. They are healed. May they receive healing today in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Remember, if you want to contact me, Bible Study Podcast 2020, comment, response, suggestion, Bible Study Podcast 2020, love to hear from you. God bless you today. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you next time.